0: To the latest edition of the First Day Podcast. I am Michael Gauvier. Me and my co host Leanne, hello, welcome you to a very special episode. And sure, you might be saying, hey, all episodes are special, but this one's about suicide prevention. Last Friday was Suicide Prevention Awareness Day, and apparently this month is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. But really, we should be focusing on ending the stigma related to suicide and any thoughts or feelings associated with suicidal ideation. You should feel okay to talk about the fact that you're struggling. Suicide happens because people feel isolated and they feel there's no other way out. When in reality, there is an endless amount of options available to those who need assistance. It's just a matter of communication. So we're here today to talk about how we can work together to kind of break down the stigma and to be honest about what suicide is really all about and the more we can talk about it the more comfortable we can all feel about sharing openly and honestly about this painful yet common occurrence in our culture so that's what you can expect today on the latest episode of the first day Leanne hello and we are together the first day pod first day pod pro t- no first day pod on twitter and instagram you've heard this before if you've never heard it before you can follow us anywhere at first day pod it's very very easy right Leanne
1: yes very easy Yay! and you, they can email us at the same one just gmail.com no
0: no no let's not confuse people it's just
1: oh no confusion just first day pod at us.
0: gmail.com very easy you have PMS?
1: What's happening? You said you had PMS. What? No, I didn't.
0: What'd you just say? Why are you do that? Don't itch that. Stop that.
1: <laughs> Honey.
0: I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to help you.
1: Is it? Oh gosh. I don't even know what I said. Okay, people. I think this is gonna be a funny show because well, it's <laughs> not gonna be funny. I mean, the topic is very serious. Um, yeah. but both hey, of Hey, what's us up with our background? Why is
0: it black, by the way?
1: <laughs> I don't know. To match our right. shirts?
0: Uh, what about this? That
1: nope, one? nope,
0: this? nope, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh oh! Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on! I know what to do. I'll get there. Anyways, Hi, Leanna, guys. What, what are we going to talk about today? What's going on?
1: So Friday was um, suicide. Is it suicide awareness or suicide prevention awareness? Nice. I can't remember what it was actually called.
0: Either way, the sentiment holds true.
1: Yeah, because I just found out that September is Suicide um, Awareness Month. I wasn't aware of that. Um, So, yeah, so we thought it would be good for us to kind of talk about that this weekend or this week. Um, You know, being a mental health podcast, it's it's so, so important. And I did like a little bit of research um, just to see what stats are like in Canada. Obviously, they're. They're higher probably in the States because you guys Why? have way more people.
0: No, Pardon? I mean, yeah, but what about per capita?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do the per capita. I didn't do the whatever. I just did per Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny, honey. Um,
0: I'm excited about this topic because yeah. it's an important one. We got to talk about suicide. We got to realize it's out there. Everybody's had feelings at times where they feel like they're not worth it. Uh, if you haven't had that, you're an incredibly, incredibly rare human being, and I don't know if you exist or not. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Davos? Hey. He says we hear an echo of Lee's voice. I don't. I'm not hearing an echo. Anybody Aww. else hear that echo? Cause sound good to me. It might be your computer, Davos. I hope not. Either ask, way, glad to have you here. Ask Ed. Ed's here. Ed says hello, and Josh says, "Vets 22 a day. Oh God, suicide. Yes." Mm. Suicide is very high with veterans of the armed forces in the United States. Uh, It's a job that creates a lot of pain, physical Mm -hmm. and mental. And, you know, I just feel bad because that job exists in the first place. Like a violent job where people are put to the test and they have to kill people if they're in war. Or if they're in battles, it's just, just bums me out that it exists. But um, the mental pain and anguish, PTSD. The first thing most people probably think of when they hear PTSD, you think of military vets most likely, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's anybody all I can thought have it was.
0: It. Yeah, right? Because that's like the most, the most traumatic events happen in these ridiculous and actual true-life experiences where people shoot each other or they're hand-to-hand combat where you have to kill someone to survive imagine the absolute you know we it's glorified in the united states it's glorified in video games and movies like uh, you know, die hard or any action movie you know rambo all these action movies that were created over the decades glorified violence and they're made out to be heroes and people look up to them like oh look how cool that is well look how cool it was the way they killed that guy that was awesome remember when rambo stabbed that guy in the eye like that stuff really happens to people and they have to live with it it's then it's not fun at all Mm -hmm. so the only way out sometimes for them is suicide they feel people say it's a coward's way out which is just so ridiculous that is so dated antiquated don't say that about suicide please Mm -hmm. it's a way to relieve the pain you know 9-11 was it was yesterday And people had to choose, jump out of a 110-story building or burn to death up there because there was fires from the jet crashing into the towers. And people made a choice. But that was the choice they were faced with. So that's what suicide is like. It's like, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm in so much agony and so much pain. The only way out is for me to end my existence. And then I'll finally have peace. That's what happens. And we don't look at the people and... And 9-11 who jumped out of the building is like, why would they do that? We don't look at it like that at all. It's the same thing. It's just happening all in here, inside the mind.
1: Wow, that's a great comparison. That's exactly what it is. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't claim to say I've never had those feelings, because I just said if you haven't had those feelings at some point of worthlessness or you've you felt like you just couldn't go on anymore for whatever the reason was. I know we're all out there. The suicidal ideation, which is having thoughts of you know, ending your own life. It's pretty common. It really is. Um, so I think it's important that we discuss these things. And we'd be open and honest about it, Leanne. That's what I think. And Josh says, with uh, uh, the kids, uh, with office.
1: With the kids.
0: Often it's the kids and women and civilians that weigh on many. uh, I assume he, I think what Josh tried to say, there's that, you know, the children and the women that get killed or the civilians that die in battle. It weighs heavily on the people who are not involved in the battle who are innocents, supposedly. I think. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the, it's interesting because a lot of the time you hear um that when people are getting to that point they're doing it because they think it's going to it's the best for everybody. Nobody deserves to have to live with me. I you know what I mean like I'm doing this as a favor to my family and so they don't have to put up with me anymore. So they don't have to see me struggle. So they don't have to and so when when we have this and the numbers of the suicide that happens is alarming but then the the what they say is there's a seven to ten people that are then directly majorly affected um, by each suicide and that's probably a low number actually but if you think about it, it's your close family, it's your close friends that are every single day now that is a part of them. So it's, the numbers are just—they're so. It affects all of us, like you said. The thoughts affect all of us, but then the actual acts affect all of us. Um. Mm-hmm. So, how
0: many? What are the numbers like in Canada? Tell us.
1: It, um. Gosh, Leanne. Oh my lord. Okay. So yeah, the numbers are. Um. They say that each day, approximately eleven people die in Canada. Of suicide. So that's 4,000 people a year. It's one of the leading causes of death in Canada. Hmm. For every death, there's an estimated 20 to 25 attempts. There's an average of 275 people that attempt suicide in Canada every single day. Um, And then they've got the seven to 10 people that are affected. So if you think about it that way, it's 40,000 people a year that are directly, permanently affected by every loss of suicide. So now like that's not even the compounded, how many people are living right now that are directly affected and permanently affected if you think about that. You know, 4,000 people this year will die of suicide. And then 10 people of the, like of every 40,000 or 4,000, there's 40,000 people that are directly affected just this year not to mention everybody that died last year and that were uh, affected and still here. They're still here this year. So it's just, these numbers are huge and they just keep growing. And the more you think about it, everybody is affected. I have a, a girlfriend that, I mean, we went to high school together, so I haven't really seen her since high school. So you see her on Facebook and, um, Right now we're 40, so we're watching our friends have families and we're watching our friends' families grow. And even from high school, it's, um, you know, like even though we don't see each other, we don't hang out, you still like have that. And she had a a child when she graduated high school and uh, so he's 24, I believe. I think he's 24, 23. And he passed away a couple, I think a month ago, maybe of suicide. So she's our age and has a child that is now gone and that will never change. Like, so now that's the rest of her life um, and the rest of the families. And it's just, it's so, so sad. Um, They said that suicide in Canada accounts for 24% of all deaths among 15 to 24 year olds living in Canada. A quarter of all the deaths
0: oh oh. yeah Yeah, yes that's surprising really unfortunately
1: it's anyway so go ahead what'd you say it's what it's awful it's just awful it's so and the more that you look at it and I think that's the problem is that um uh, people aren't looking at it that's the issue is that they're not looking at it they're they're going on with their day and it's fine. We're all busy. We all have our life to live. Um, we're just ignoring it and people aren't talking about it. And so that's why people are feeling alone. That's why people are feeling like they're the only ones because nobody is talking about it.
0: Ooh, great point. Great point. That is very true. People yeah. don't talk about it and they're afraid and terrified because they don't hear other people saying something about it. And so they think they're the weirdos. That's a great mm-hmm. point.
1: Yeah. And that's why when people are like, oh, well, why do you – we don't need – like we don't need to talk about it because it's like that's not a fun conversation. That's not a nice conversation. What can we change by talking about it? We can't change anything. People are going to do what they're going to do. People are going to think what they're going to think. That's wrong. The more that we talk about it, the more people understand. It's just like with any any, um, illness – we're talking about, you can talk about cancer back, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't talk about cancer. Like I had, my grandmother passed away of cancer. She didn't want to talk about it because it was very private and you don't talk about it. Now, everybody's sharing their story about cancer because now you're able to get things checked quicker. Crohn's and colitis, you're able to get things checked quicker because people are talking about it. So, you know, the signs. You know the symptoms. If you're not talking about it, you don't know those things. So it's the same thing with this. With mental health, with suicide, the more that we can talk about it, it's not to normalize it. It's not to make it okay. It's not okay. What's wrong is the fact that we're not talking about it. That's the problem.
0: Yep, 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 that's very true. How about Ed? Ed's checking in. Hi, Ed.
1: Hi, Ed.
0: Ed says, one of the most disturbing things I saw was a military person in a hospital for PTSD treatments. A person knocked on his door to wake him up. He felt he was on the battlefield, and he put the person in a chokehold. Yep, exactly. Instantly go there right away. Right. Triggered. How he was trained to be a weapon. I was totally shocked. Yeah, that must have been a quite the experience to witness that in real time uh, josh says many vets are trained to keep it to yourself and handle issues in silence yeah well, that's a that's a male culture thing too a lot of men you know american men unfortunately are trained that way and a lot of vets are american men not all of them but many are and especially in that macho culture i mean there's been a lot of changes in the military over the last 25 to 30 years the united states military you know we and the homosexuals now are welcomed into the military. It wasn't always that way, the stupid don't ask, don't tell thing. And, and then women, I mean, women weren't allowed to be certain combatants in select arenas of the armed forces. And now we have more equality and we're having a more balanced representation. But it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, gay, straight, you know, where you know, from the East Coast, from the West Coast, from Louisiana to Alaska, PTSD will affect everyone the same. Because they're all human beings.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, Leanne? Exactly.
0: What about Davos? Davos, good to see you. Thanks for showing up. Davos is our dedicated Twitch viewer. We love it. He's our Twitch buddy. Hey. If a person who is depressed and suicidal suddenly seems to feel better and has no recent attempt of suicide, does this mean they are no longer at risk for suicide?
1: Are they still human? Because no. if they're still human, then unfortunately they're still at risk. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a mental health practitioner. I'm not in anything. But the fact of the matter is, life changes. Responsibilities come on. We don't know how to handle stuff. So, even people that have never really felt that, it's not to like put like a poo poo on this, but. Even if you've had up until this point that you've never really felt it, you don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years, that something could happen, and you don't know how to handle it, and you start having issues. And this keeping this quiet is a very big thing. So I think you're always kind of at risk if you're not talking and you're not being honest with your your health practitioner about everything.
0: Mm danielle's here danielle we love danielle hi danielle we love you danielle's the best danielle was on this show many moons ago now by the way we've been doing our flashback fridays we put out an old episode every friday on our podcast feed that you can listen to again just in case you missed it or never heard it before so that's only on the podcast feed not on the youtube channel okay just want to let you know but it's a way for you to catch up on A possible old conversation you missed. We've had a lot of conversations, haven't we, Leanne?
1: Yes, they've been so good. And yes, you can scroll back, but nobody scrolls back to go see. So that's why we're doing that. Oh, come on. It depends what kind of mood you're in.
0: Anyways, uh, but Danielle talked about her own suicide prevention plan she had in place for herself. A very honest and authentic conversation. I think you should go check that out. Episode 51 and episode 13 both feature Danielle. 51 and 13. And she's also funny. As hell, and <laughs> yeah. has a great heart. Yeah. Josh has had a vet buddy who attempted, without knowing,
1: with it, without anyone knowing,
0: had a vet buddy who attempted without anyone knowing. <laughs> I can't read today. <laughs> At last second, someone was able to save him. Wow, that's very, very close. That's see. Sometimes it's too late. You don't know till it's too late, or worse, you catch them after they've carried out the act. It's it could be really that could give you PTSD. It's awful. Mm -hmm. i think ed says i think that anyone could have ptsd trauma could come in so many different forms i was a victim of years of childhood sexual abuse for six years i was in my mid-40s when i was diagnosed with ptsd yes ed we know ed so we're a little more familiar with the story but for those of you that don't know ed ed is being very open and honest about his past his struggle he's had his own uh, challenges with suicide personally and we're really really glad that ed is still on this planet on this plane of existence with us today, Ed. We really are.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: uh, Ed, Ed is a great resource. If anybody has any questions, I bet you know you can reach out to Ed. Uh, Ed Wassef, here's his name again, if you can see it live. You can contact him on Facebook or uh, other means, I'm sure. Ed loves to field questions and connect with people. He's a really good dude. Josh says, uh, never startle a vet. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. They have to explain to my family not to startle me. Josh, yeah, Josh has uh, his own mental health issues that he's dealing with and uh it's not easy for him at all so um, josh we love you buddy hang in there we know Mm -hmm. that the family has understanding of the situation and then that's the key thing they know what they know what could trigger you and they know what you are dealing with so they can create a lifestyle around it in the home that is conducive to making sure that you stay as healthy as possible right yeah And Daniel says, love you both. Thank you. Love you (laughs) too, Daniel. So suicide is depressing for people, but I don't care. We got to talk about it. It doesn't have to be depressing. It can actually be an uplifting conversation because we could discuss why we feel the way we feel and how we get to the point where we don't want to deal with it anymore. If we have those conversations, then we can find a common ground too. Like Leanne said, people feel so alone and isolated, they carry out the act because they think the feelings they have are so unique to them and that's what suicide is really about it's about having conversations and communicating we could prevent more suicides if we get the discussions going Mm -hmm. suicide is a last resort
1: yeah yeah it's not one of those things that people are just like they wake up in the morning and they're having a bad day and then they just decide that's it i'm doing it right it's it's a it's a process that you get to that point. So if people are like, oh, I didn't even know, like all of a sudden he must have just, no, he didn't must have just. He or her or she was you probably thinking, didn't know them. What's that? Right. You didn't ask how they were doing. You weren't watching things change. You weren't watching. And there's, there's like, Some people you'll have where you'll know something's going on. It's changing. You'll want Mm -hmm. to talk because it's like it's a drastic thing. But a lot of the times it's not. And it's not the people that are just being um, reclusive. They're not staying. They're putting on the good face and they're going out and they're still doing the things and everything. So you need to be checking in. There's on the Canadian Mental Health um, Association website – There's a really good um, little video. It's 30 seconds. I posted it. If you guys uh, go over to our Facebook on our support um, page, there's just like a a fun little group that we've got started there. And I put it on there. And it's a really good um, video just showing how one conversation, one phone call can change Mm -hmm. everything because nobody wants to take their life. Nobody wants to end it. Nobody They get to a point that that is the only solution, that they think that is the only solution, but they have tried everything else and they've tried to stay away from people. They've tried to do this. They've tried to protect themselves, but they never haven't,
0: though, that it's not necessarily true, though.
1: Well, people think that staying away from people are going to help it. It's not helping, but they're trying what i'm saying is that they're they're trying to do what they can but i don't think i've never heard one story about somebody that has attempted suicide that it was just they woke up in the morning and they just decided that like they had a bad morning and so that afternoon they just they attempted it it's a progressive thing that they just they get to their their end so that's what i'm saying like i think it's so important that we reach out to Everybody, it doesn't take a lot and you don't have to like you don't have to reach out to people and be like, "Hey, I'm just checking up on you. I just heard a podcast about suicide. I want to make sure you're okay." Just literally saying hello to people, saying, "How are you doing?" and waiting for the answer. That's simple. Like waiting for the answer and letting people know that they're heard and letting people know that they're acknowledged. Even strangers, you don't know who you're changing their life just by acknowledging somebody like these things are very simple yeah it's not not always simple
0: right it's not what's wrong it's what happened
1: remember yes yes
0: this is our new phrase too we're trying to focus on this we're not going to ask you guys what's wrong don't ask anybody what's wrong ever again ask them what happened yeah yeah really good way to just twist that a little bit so people feel more comfortable yes good old ed says i have no idea if suicidal risk ever goes away I've attempted more than a dozen times. I never felt better, but I'm never going to believe my risk is over. I will keep doing my self-care routine until I'm no longer on this earth. One of my best routines is to be of service to others to get out of my head. I love that. A dozen times. Ed, man, we're so glad that that didn't work out. I couldn't be happier about that. (laughs) Really. But the risk yeah it'll it's always going to be there for him Mm -hmm. he's talked about it Mm -hmm. but if he minimizes it by finding behavioral methods that are positive for him make him feel more connected to humanity make him feel better about himself like giving his time and energy to others
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's great ed that's really great beautiful We, we love you ed we really do We really do. Uh, Josh says, if anyone feels that you can't keep going, try to really focus on things to keep you going. The thought of affecting my kids is what has brought me back from the edge many times. Yes.
1: Beautiful. Yes.
0: Doesn't always, people, unfortunately, Josh, that's a great point. And I'm really glad that it's helpful for you. And I appreciate you sharing like this. It's wonderful. Couldn't Couldn't be more happy about the fact we're having an open, honest conversation. You guys are really bringing some... Stuff here that people wouldn't normally share, and that's the whole point of the show is to get us to share openly and honestly about it, right? Leanne,
1: yes, thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Mm.
0: The only thing mm. I'll say to that is, unfortunately, there's a lot of mothers and fathers who have taken their own lives, so sometimes that's not enough. But maybe if maybe the problem is too, is it could have been these are all vague examples, so you never know what's going on with somebody, it's just there is always a purpose, Josh. I think having that focus makes a lot of sense and probably could help a lot of people.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And, oh, Josh says, uh, Mike, it's this is true, but many people feel they are out of options. You're referring to what I said to Leanne. Yeah, it's true. They might feel they are out of options, but there could be more options that we could bring to the table to help people if they, because you're never truly out of options. They might feel they're out of options. That mm-hmm. I agree with, but you're never. I don't believe when it comes to suicide, you're truly out of options unless you've, I don't know, maybe this is an example where somebody did, they went to every counselor, they tried every uh, medicine in the world and then finally still wasn't enough. And there are, yeah, there are extreme cases out there where medicine doesn't work. So, you know, antidepressants, they don't work and people still take their own lives.
1: I still think that there there is never, you never run out of the options though, because Never. Because you've never seen everybody. You've never tried everything. You've never done everything. So if it means that you have to, for the rest of your life, keep trying to find the person to help you, then just by doing that, you're prolonging your life. And eventually, what I'm really liking is, and I don't know where I'm seeing this. Where am I seeing this? Probably on Facebook? Where are you seeing it? I don't know, but I'm seeing this, this, these ads that are out right now, maybe Instagram. I don't know where I'm seeing them, but anyway, they are beautiful ads that are going on and saying how many times they attempted or how old they were when they first attempted, how old they were when they last attempted, and then how long ago it was that they met their wife, how long ago it was that they had their child, how long ago it was... And it's a really nice, not to say that like having a relationship or having a child is the answer, but yeah, what they're trying to get across is in the time that they made the attempt and the time that they made their last attempt all that whole time, they don't think that there's an, a future. And then now that they have, you know, <laughs> succeeded by not succeeding like Ed, now they um, have this whole new life that never would have happened if they would have succeeded in, Hmm. in doing that. So it's just a really, I think it's a really nice take on it. So you can kind of, it gives you hope that there is, there's a whole different world ahead of you.
0: We can't predict the future. We have no idea what will be a part of our next experience. You Mm -hmm. may think you do. I know I don't. Maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll meet someone really cool and my life will change forever. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: know.
0: It could happen. It's also possible it might not happen, but I don't know. I can't wait to find out. Yes. I love Mondays. Don't you?
1: <laughs> yes, they're my favorite day.
0: <laughs> uh You're listening to the First Day Podcast. We're live on the air. Me, I'm Michael Gauvier. She's Leanne. Hello. This is the First Day Podcast. We're talking about suicide prevention. It was Suicide Prevention Awareness Day on Friday. And I think, I don't know if it's the month or not, but it was that day. Anyways.
1: It is the month of September. It is the month. Okay, thank Mm -hmm.
0: you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome.
0: Uh, Ed says, another self-care habit is to listen to this podcast and be part of the book club. That's right. Book club every Monday night, guys, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here. Look at this. (laughs) I got it. Yay. It's my very own copy. We're currently doing this book, Breaking the Habit of Being
1: Yourself. Yes. Look at that.
0: And we're on Chapter 8 so
1: are
0: we nine
1: i can't remember i think i don't it's know eight what chapter on i lied i think it's but i, I think it's eight and nine
0: that's eight and nine yeah so it was right okay yeah this book sense. is real and we do it one hour on zoom we can give you the link if you want to be a part of the book club we do a new book every so often whenever we finish the last one we have a list of books that we're doing it's all non-fiction it's all like uh improvement and powers it's about wisdom, gaining knowledge and wisdom of other people's ideas of how to live on this planet. That's what most of the books are that we focus on. So <laughs> join us if you want to be a part of it. You can DM us on your favorite social media platform or firstdaypod at gmail.com. And Ed says, I'm glad you both know how much I love you both. Thank you, Ed. You're a sweet, man.
1: Yeah, Look at thank this. You,
0: Ed. Davos okay. with a big comment here. All right, Davos, okay. here we go. Our, our main person on Twitch, Davos says... My wife was an emergency call taker. Oh, wow, like 911. One day, a call came in describing a disturbed family member describing how their adult son was not breathing unconscious. However, the family could not confirm what had happened. Based on their inputs, she could feel it could be a suicide attempt. Firemen and ambulance were quickly dispatched. Her quick decision saved the person's life. He had tried to hang himself. Family was avoiding confirmation out of the shame that it would ring. At least they called. Wow. Wow. That's a real story. Thank you, Davos. Thank yes. you so much. The shame. Wow. We're not going to call 911 because we're ashamed. That's the wow. world we live in right now?
1: Thank God they did. My God.
0: Oh, your my wife God. did that. Good Lord.
1: Yes, please. Thank your wife.
0: This is a textbook. Leanne, this is exactly what we're talking about. This type of stigma, it just paralyzes people. People really, say what you will, people really care about what other people think in this world. And especially if you're part of a community or neighbors, you have a family, the more isolated you are, you might not care as much because you might just be more alone and that's the lifestyle you've chosen. You don't care. That's true. But the more you have children and an extended family, a business, uh, you go see the regular dentist and the same type of people in your neighborhoods or your community over the year. If something like this comes out, Oh my God. We have a son. We have a daughter that tried to kill themselves. We can't let people know about this. We'll be shrouded in shame forever.
1: Can I just put like a little thing in there that maybe we're not thinking about Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, there's shame that they tried, but guess what? They're going to find out if they succeed. So talk, to your family like that the attempts of suicide there's just so many. like they said 25 attempts are happening every time that there's a suicide like that that correlation so thank God people are not good at it thank God they're just like don't know what they're doing or they're just it's whatever thank God that's not a reverse number so who – the shame is just absolutely ridiculous and that is coming from – because these conversations aren't happening and it's just – I like – I don't know. I just – I get very, very upset when I think about all of this and like I said before, I um, – whenever I was struggling with anything, I was one of those people that was like, I looked up numbers of people to talk to and I was like really stressed and I needed to talk to somebody. But then I was like, oh, God, everywhere that I would go is on a busy street or it's across the street from a grocery store where who would see me. And so instead, you just like you just don't talk about it like it's Mm -hmm. it's just bonkers. It's so it's like it's like cutting your hand off while you're cooking. And then being like god that would be embarrassing if everybody knew about that and then just like wrapping it up and being done like not doing it not going to the hospital because that would be so embarrassing
0: yeah so,
1: so shameful if people knew that uh, i made a mistake no
0: silence is not strength by the way
1: no no it is not at all so dumb
0: we gotta remember that yes but we're not we're not coming down on people who no. it's okay to feel the way you feel if you have a st- if you feel the stigma, if you feel the shame, that's okay. That's yeah. This is what everybody's feeling. Look at the story Davos just told as an example. We've had other stories that Ed told, and there's a billion stories online. If you're looking yeah. for help with suicide anyway, don't forget there's a lot of options and resources, like the Suicide Prevention Hotline. They're always available 24 hours a day, 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255.
1: That's for the United States. For Canada, I think, right? I don't know that you. would Anyway, for Canada, we have one number.
0: Do they have telephones in
1: Canada? We don't. No. I but knew it. Isn't. I knew it. Yes. See, even with though Alexander Graham Bell
0: did not invent the telephone either, by the way. So. <laughs> what? That has nothing to do with anything. I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, I missed part of it, but yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> I'm I got to be more. I got to pay attention more when you're talking. So for Canada, our suicide prevention service is available 24-7 as well. It's 833-456-4566. And from 4 p.m. till midnight Eastern time, you can also do their texting line. So you can text them at 45645, which is pretty cool. Um,
0: Or the crisis text line is always open 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
1: Mmm awesome
0: that's a great place and it's a crisis text line so suicide very much a crisis you are more than welcome to text it's only text though you don't have to talk to anyone if you're shy if you feel ashamed if you those feelings are legitimate because our society has created this environment so accept the shame accept the stigma because the society's created it it's not your fault it's not our fault we've all it's just happened over decades together because people lived in hushed towns because of proper society and civilization says it's best if we don't talk. However, that got started hundreds of years ago. I don't know. Silent strength was all mistaken. And now we have to undo centuries of errors. That's what we're trying to do here. This is what we're up against
1: right now. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you, Mike, bringing that up, that if if, if you are having shame about it or if you are feeling like, oh, God, they're judging me. We are totally, yeah, absolutely, 100% not judging you, not judging your family members, not judging. We're judging society as a whole and not as the people in it, but of the culture that we grew up in. That's it. We're not, I'm not judging you at all. So thank you so much, Mike, for bringing that up.
0: Of course. It's very, 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 very important that we recognize that... We didn't make society the way it is. You, me, Leanne, all of us together on the internet at one time. It's not our fault, but we are stuck in it, and we've got to figure out a way to deal with it. Josh says the VA has vets set up a safety plan, which is what I talked about with Danielle when she was on the show, her own personal suicide prevention plan, because she knew how depressed she would get, and eventually she figured out, i got to have a plan in place here so I could prevent myself from getting to the point where I'm going to take my own life. She really has that. It wrote it down and everything. These are real things. Suicide prevention plans are very real. Yeah. Right, Leanne? Remember that?
1: Super. Yeah. I that was so not, it was mind blowing, but it was so simple. And it's it's so important. And it wasn't not just like, okay, this is I just I have to call 911. Because she knew she wouldn't call 911. Like she knew that there were certain things that depending on how she was feeling, she may not do these things, even though she knew what she needed to do. So she had um, contingencies on it, which is, it's fabulous for you to kind of think through that. And you can, you can set it up. I think that's like, I think we should all have that. And I said that on the show and then I never made one. And I think that that is really, really important. To think, okay, you know what? If I do feel that way, what can I do? And kind of like what, what Ed is talking about, the self-care that he can do every day to get him in the right mindset. That's a first step. There's such, it's so layered. That's a first step to make sure you're doing that. But then realize, okay, if I don't do that and I start slipping, then what what does that look like? And what can I do? And then if I'm feeling a certain way, what can I do? And um Having all of that will grow as you're going through it as well because you'll – right now, listening to this, you might be like, oh, I don't really need it. I'll just write down – and I'd like everybody to do that. Write down on a piece of paper. Have a piece of paper. doesn't have to be anything fancy and just put – Do it. Suicide prevention plan. Great. Do it. Put it in and right now just say, call my mother. Call my – whatever. Call my Govee. Whatever it is. Just put, something, just put something on there that this is what you would do. 734 489
0: two, two, four.
1: I love you. Put something on it that you think you would do. Then if, God forbid, it happens that you are feeling that way and you look at it and you're like, I, I wouldn't do that, make a note about it. Be like, okay, well, that wasn't, I won't do that. So what can I do? And that's kind of like, I think it was, was it Josh that was saying, um, just being aware of it and what like what triggers you and, and how you're feeling about it so then you can be aware of it and then tell people around you. Like when Josh was talking about, you know, don't startle me because if you startle me, it will put me back in there. Yes. Tell people. If, if I say that I'm not going to go out with you and I said that I was going to, that's Me shying away because I don't want to be – I'm having anxiety and I'm probably like not good and I'm probably crying in my bed. So please just don't let me do that or come and check on me or check on me the next day or whatever. We need to have those. We need to be talking about it. So
0: God. Yes, we do. God.
1: What? What did I do? (laughs) Nothing. I'm just – I'm so grateful that we're having this conversation and I am so grateful that our comments are filled with people that are just so loving and caring because they're sharing all of this because they want to help all of us. Like we have, there's people out there. So you're not alone. You're just not. And I know that's a saying, but it's true.
0: It's a cliche, but it's true because it's a cliche. A lot of cliches are true. Most cliches are true. uh you are not alone we're literally on this earth together also if someone does take their life uh, don't beat yourself up over it Mm -hmm. there's nothing you could do sometimes you tried even if you could have done everything you think you could do you're just gonna drive yourself crazy inside here you're gonna you're gonna hurt your mind a lot so if someone you cared about took their own life it's very painful it's very sad but try not to make it about yourself okay yes and sometimes we have a tendency to do that. And some people don't want to hear that, but it is ego driven at times. And it's important that we don't make everything about our feelings or project ourselves into situations. That's all. So, That's uh, really I finished saying this, uh, personally, Josh says that video games, listening to music works for him, but everyone is different to what their distractions are implement into a safety plan. So distractions are good. Uh, a safety plan, more importantly should have communication involved this that's what Danielle had someone written down to contact immediately that was oh I gotta contact this person right away we've got to have a conversation even if it was a suicide prevention hotline that's fine Mm -hmm. that's a start Ed says I am not sure if I can explain this properly at one time I was hopeless and numb from the world the best I could do was just to exist However, I reached out for help and continue to make my mental well-being a priority. Yesterday, I went on a walk with a friend, and I just noticed how beautiful and breathtaking life is. Walking by the Toronto Lakeshore. Oh, we've been there. We love it. I saw the beauty of the water with the backdrop of the CN Tower. Damn it, we didn't didn't get to go there, but we will. Tall office buildings and condos. Seeing kids enjoying the weather and Is that it? Ed
1: It's coming, he's still writing. Push enter, Ed. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh Ed makes a great point, another wonderful and thought-out point.
1: Mm-hmm. You reach yeah, out and- for help. Yes.
0: you see see what this says here? I reach out for help and I continue to make my mental well-being a priority. See those two phrases are very importantly in. Yes. Are they not?
1: They're huge. And Josh said, um, I thought I read it, that he was saying, yeah, the book club might be a distraction. And it's true. It could be a distraction, and that's great. But it's also going to be, because we are we do read all of the, they're all different books, but they're all the same. It's the same kind of message. And it's all... No!
0: Yeah. That'd be boring. You're not selling the book club very well if you say that.
1: No, I am. You know what? This is just the truth of the matter. We were not born with a like guideline of how to be a human and work with our brain like we just were not so Where's we have our brain of, guidebook i know and our emotions and everything we have no idea so we go through all this and then we think that we're supposed to understand it we don't that's why these books are so important because we're learning there we read two books i think on maybe three on being in the moment that's it mm-hmm. That is such an easy message. We should just be born with that, that it's, yeah, breaking the habit of being yourself, come on, like, we shouldn't even have, like, we should understand should is such a bad word, but we should Should understand that we should live in the moment, That that's the only thing that we have. But, oh, love yourself, guys. Love yourselves.
0: Look, here's an example. Love isn't something you find. Love is something that finds you. Oh See? It's a great cute. book, by the way. Leanne got me this for my birthday. I love you so much, Leanne. Every day I get a new message. It's so much fun. <laughs> uh, Davos is checking in. He says, I, oh, Davos, are you a he? Or, uh, he said, I don't know. I think he's a he. I think he said he was a he. Davos, the Recovery Village talks of using ALGEE method. ALG method, A-L-G-E-E method, as a first aid for suicidal thoughts and behaviors. Number one, assess for risk of suicide or bodily harm. Yes. Number two, listen in a non-judgmental way. That's what they do at the crisis text line. They we're taught to do that. Listen in a non-judgmental way. Number three, give reassurance and information. Four, encourage appropriate professional help. And five, Encourage self-help and other support strategies. So that's the ALGEE method. I've never heard of it, but it's all that sounds terribly, terribly familiar to me as a counselor in training right now. But um, that's the strategy. Let's do it again. Assess for risk. Listen in a non-judgmental way. Give reassurance. Encourage for encourage them to get help professionally, and then encourage self-help, self-care methods. And other support strategies like listening to the first day podcast.
1: <laughs> right, Leanne? Yeah, I love that. That's such, and it is totally in the in the importance level. Like, obviously, you first have to make sure. But the listening and the giving assurance, that's the whole thing. Nobody feels like they're being heard. Nobody. And that's the biggest issue. That's why people are so loud and mean and commenting on everything and giving bad reviews. Because they're not being heard in their real life so they're just getting on and doing you know if we were heard and we were loved and we were not feeling judged that we would have that? such a what oh <laughs> he never listens to me people yeah so
0: we're not listening we're not <laughs> going to help anybody if we're not
1: listening <laughs> anyway that was beautiful Davos thank you so much. Also, yeah. if you're getting annoyed that we're not sure exactly how to say your name, please feel free to put what you would like us to call us call you. I think Debo so. or Debos. He's okay. commenting
0: passionately with
1: great I, He's wonderful or she's wonderful. He, he, amazing okay, Debo's has just he's laid out a plan. A L G
0: E E. Did you google um, it?
1: What? I can't do two things at once right now, but I'm going to put <laughs> that it was on. The joke. I am going to put it on our um, support so people know that's beautiful.
0: <laughs> I love you. Uh the acronym ALGEE which participants use as a tool for providing mental health first aid. So That's Ooh. we already know that though. So LG in action helping a friend in need. ALGEE guys. So make sure we're trying to use that. It's anxiety be the difference? Wait, no, this is not what it is is it? Oh, never mind. I no, lied. I thought I had different. it for a second. It doesn't matter what the uh acronym is yeah it's
1: assess listen give encourage encourage
0: oh that makes sense okay thank you laid it out yeah well done and don't forget guys listening in a non-judgmental way is why people go to therapy in the first place because we love our friends we love our loved ones our wives our brothers our sisters our mothers our all of our parents our cousins but we feel we're gonna be judged because they know us and it's uncomfortable. That's why therapists exist because supposedly it's an arbitrary middle ground where they just listen to you
1: and respond in a non judgmental way. Very important, right, Leanne? Yes. And you know why I think a lot of people do judge other people? Because they see themselves in them. So think about that for a second. If you tell somebody that you're going through suicidal thoughts or you Mm -hmm. tell somebody that you're not feeling quote-unquote strong mentally or whatever and you're getting judged it's because they're they're projecting and they know that they've gone through that and they're just gonna like try to get you to think something else or they're going to like be judgy because they're judging themselves but people are very they can listen non-judgmental if it doesn't affect them if it's something that's that's um that they haven't gone through, then they can listen to it and not put any of their emotional backing into it because it hasn't affected them. So if people are judging you, it's most likely they have that that in the closet that they're just not talking about. So, And that's why therapists are able to and trained to because they hear it all the time. So they know that this is, they're not judging you because they know you're human. That's why you're going through what you're going through. That's why you're talking. If anything, they're probably looking at you like, man, this is one strong human being for to be able to talk about this and be able to articulate it like that's amazing.
0: I also mentioned uh, antidepressants earlier that they don't always work for people. Sometimes antidepressants can actually cause suicidal ideation. Uh, It's been shown in several different pills. And although the studies are still not universally conclusive, as far as I know, it's real. I've, It's personally been experienced. In fact, uh, Chris Cornell, the beautiful singer of Soundgarden, legendary singer, um, he took his own life, unfortunately, here in Detroit when they were on tour. He played a show that night in downtown Detroit, and he he died later on that evening. And his wife was convinced it was because of the medication he was on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's always something to look into. And they do make warnings about it, usually being in, like, the first month, because antidepressants take a time to kind of kick in to get your body where it needs to be to get used to your body, also your brain chemistry, your neurotransmitters, all that stuff. So just something to think about if you're on or you've ever considered antidepressants, be wary of possible side effects. And I'm sure your doctor would tell you these things too, hopefully. But, yeah. Uh Ed is continuing with this beautiful soliloquy about all the wonderful things that he acknowledged in the world that gave him another opportunity to be grateful for being alive today. It's beautiful, Ed. It really is eds he feels peaceful and sheer joy. Two years ago, he never thought that was possible. That's what he says. Two years ago, he never thought that was possible, guys. And now here he is. He's sharing information with us, helping others. Ed is a guy to admire. He really is. Josh says, many times people judge and downplay the help someone might need. And think a person is exaggerating how bad they feel. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like a hush, hush, shush. Shush, shush now, you know, or it's not that bad. Um, that's never a good way to deal with anything, in my opinion. We should acknowledge every complaint, frustration, fear, anxiety-ridden moments that a person is offering to share with you. If someone's sharing something with you in the first place, that's already a big step. So you probably shouldn't just dismiss it entirely and be like, okay, well, you know, who cares? Or, you know, it's not that big a deal. Chill out, go to bed, you'll be fine in the morning. Don't do that.
1: Please do You don't know what another that. thing Another thing that that and I've done this um, another thing that we do is, yeah, I know I felt that way before you'll get over it. Like because you're trying you're trying to make like it um, like, oh, you know, I've been there. You'll get through it. So you think that you're doing something nice, but you're not just by saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Oh, yeah. This is what I did. And I mean, yes, help them if you've gone through something and and it's helped you, but just saying, yeah, 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 we've all been there. No, it's not good enough
0: commentary. It's, it's it has go ahead. No, it has good intentions, but it's, yeah. It's not ideal.
1: It's not ideal. It's not ideal. Unless it's, unless it's saying I I have gone through suicide attempts and this is what has happened. Then that's different than saying, yeah, I was stressed out at work. That's
0: more specific instead of a general like, oh yeah, well, I've been there, man. We We all have have bad days. Yeah. Hey, you got dealt a bad hand, man. That's all Mm -hmm. right. Try again tomorrow. Get a new deck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tammy's here. Hi, Tammy.
1: Hi, Tammy.
0: Says her daughter has been on antidepressants for over a month and has helped her tremendously. Her depression is caused by a, Neurochemical imbalance, neurotransmitter deficiency. Yep, so that's, that's great, Tammy. That's a positive story. I know a lot of people antidepressants have really
1: helped them out. So that's very good to hear.
0: Yes, here's Davos with some common myths myths about suicide. This is great, Davos. You should be you should do your own show. This stuff is incredible. Really we should is. have this you is,
1: on the show. Oh my god. If you want to, DM us. We would love to have you on the show.
0: Yeah, we'd love to get to know you, You Devos. Find Mm -hmm. out who the real Devos is. Devos says, common myths about suicide. Number one, people who talk about suicide won't really do it. That's a myth. Number two, anyone who tries to kill themselves must be crazy. Myth. Number three, if someone is determined to kill themselves, nothing is going to stop them. Myth. Number four, people who die by suicide are people who are unwilling to seek help massive myth, and number 5, talking about suicide may give someone this idea. <laughs> that's a myth. Oh, Nelly. Oh my god, I've just, you know, my life's been going, it's been going for months and someone just told me about suicide today and I thought, "Wow, that's a that's an idea." Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so glad you brought this up, Devos. Thank you so much. These are all quite accurate and the fact that they're inaccurate
1: you know they're I mean? all cop-outs is what they are. Oh, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want i don't want to make people think about it. That's garbage. Yeah.
0: That's... If someone ever tries to push that on you, like, hey, we shouldn't be talking about suicide because someone's going to hear this and they might kill themselves. Don't let people do that to you. You're actually changing the world for the better. The people that want to keep it hush-hush, either they don't know better or they're just making a mistake and they're wrong. They're wrong. So That's really beautiful. That was... Great stuff, Divas. Thank you so much. Those are myths, and you guys need to know what they are. So if you have any more questions, Google's really good about all their suicide uh, posts that come up right away. It's All the information you'd ever need comes up instantly on Google. Um, you can always email us, firstdaypod at gmail.com. Any questions? We're not professionals, but we do care. And sometimes you just need an ear. You need someone that'll listen to start. And it's not even an ear. Maybe it's just an email. It doesn't have to be a phone call. It could be a text. It could be an email. It could be a video chat. It could be an in-person sit-down. Whatever it is. You need a hug. Maybe you need more than a hug. Maybe you need someone to listen in a non-judgmental way. I think it's one thing, key thing we should take away from this episode, Leanne.
1: Yeah, that's huge.
0: Because it's good for our lives overall. We should all be listening in a non-judgmental way.
1: Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a girlfriend that... She calls me um, and she's got a very big social network. She's um, just wonderful. Like you would you would just think that she had – she was able to talk to anybody. She's very close with her family. She's everything. <laughs> and when she's really having a hard time, she always calls me and then she ends with, God, you're the only person in my life that I know that I can say anything that I'm going through and you're not going to judge me. And it's just true. Like, there's no reason why we should be judging anybody because you don't, you don't know what they've been going through. And, hell, we know that we've been going through stuff. So, like, if we don't want to be judged, why are we judging other people? I well, That's you what know. humans do best. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does this say?
0: Devo says, we need to talk about suicide prevention volunteering. This is as important as talking about suicide prevention itself.
1: Beautiful.
0: You know, Devos, I've started volunteering with the Crisis Text Line in 2019. They help people. with, su- I mean, they help for everything, but suicide is very much a crisis that comes up all the time on the Crisis Text Line. Uh, and anybody can sign up for that. You can go to the crisistextline.org and check out how to sign up and be a volunteer. You don't have to talk to anyone. You can be at home on your computer. You don't have to use your actual phone. You actually get the text through your computer, so you're not... You don't have to be mm. like on your smartphone the whole time.
1: Nice. So if
0: you want to help, uh, they're very good about training you. It does take like a, a month. You have to take like one course just to make sure that you can properly you have to learn how to what we just talked about. Respond in a non-judgmental way. That's they won't let you just show up and start doing it. You have to be able to do that and
1: show that you can do that. That's beautiful.
0: So thank you, Davis. Yes. And there's many other ways. If you guys want to get involved, help people, the suicide prevention hotline. There's more. There's local places here around your area, depending on where you live. You can help. You can make a difference, right, Leanne?
1: Absolutely. 100%. Hey, I want to... um, Josh says, don't be afraid to reach out and talk about your mental health. Amen, brother. My gosh. Even if it seems scary. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, And you guys, on our support, on our Facebook, even if you want to... I don't know if I set this up. Leave it with me. But I just found out that I can do... I may have to change the support... I mean, the group into another type of group. But leave it with me. In the next week, we are going to be able to... I'm going to make this happen. I know that it's possible. That you can comment and you can leave a discussion anonymously. So we will... The disclaimer is we will know. Mike and I will know who who did it um, because we have to. Because if you're bullying somebody else, we have to be able to know that we have to kick you out because that's just mean. But Mike and I will be the only ones that will know. Anybody else that's in the group will not know that you made that comment. So that might be a really nice way that you guys can just say, hey guys, what do you guys think about this? Or I'm feeling this way or whatever the case may be. And we can have a conversation around it. And nobody will know that you're the one that started that conversation. So I am going to work on that this week. And by next week, you will see it. Um, I know that we are already done, but I just want to read something super, super quick. Um, it was from the Canadian Mental Health Association, and it was what to look for um, if you're not sure. Some of the more like obvious ones are that people are talking or they're threatening to harm themselves, obviously. And that's that myth. No, they're talking about it. They may do it. Looking for a way to kill oneself. So looking it up online, talking about it, whatever. Talking or writing about death, dying, or suicide. So even though journaling or doing the poetry or the music about it and you think, oh, that's good, they're releasing, they're releasing something, but maybe not quick enough. So then it says, these are less obvious signs that could mean someone is at risk. So increased substance use, whether that's drugs or alcohol, feelings of helplessness or hopelessness, no sense of purpose, just like you were saying, Josh, anxiety, agitation or uncontrolled anger, unable to sleep or sleeping all the time, one or the other, Mm. feelings of being trapped like there's no way out, withdrawal from friends, family and society, acting reckless or engaging in risky activities, seemingly without thinking, and then dramatic mood changes. So I'm going to list those two in our group. Um, The only reason why I want to end with that is because I, I want us to be aware, not only in our friends, not only in our family, but in ourselves. So if we're starting to feel these types of things, then be aware of it. Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody. It does not mean that it's going to lead to suicide. If you're feeling anxious or agitated, it doesn't mean that, oh, shoot, it's coming. But it is a good indication that something's going on that you need to just talk to somebody about it. And that's okay. You know, it's like having a little bit of a fever and that's okay to do something about it before you're actually like full blown. Right. So it's the same thing. Mental health is just the same as our physical health. When you see little signs, do something about it. Talk to somebody. So we love you guys very, very, very much. Thank you so much for everybody that was here and commenting. It's so important. Go ahead, Mike. Beautiful,
0: Leanne. Well done, Leanne. Great job. Yay!
1: Okay, thank you, Mike. Go ahead.
0: That was really good. That was (laughs) important stuff. You guys absorb that. Play it back. You can listen to this and watch this anytime you want to. YouTube channel, subscribe. Share it with your friends. First day pod. If we can get to 100 subscribers, we can rename our online handle and then we can access more people so if you would share the youtube page subscribe to it and share it with your friends your loved ones that would really help us out so so much thank Mm -hmm. you to both of you says devos for talking on this topic and everyone who has commented today brings value to anyone who might watch us in the future and might think of seeking help and save themselves or somebody else beautiful devos that's really lovely Mm -hmm. ed says i don't want to be defending antidepressants i often see that they are not appropriately described or dosed but a bigger problem is that these medications more times than not can help on their own whether it's therapy meetings meditation etc okay yep. thank you ed and josh says it's like doing preventative maintenance on your car but on your body yes beautiful great job Really thoughtful and clear-cut breakdowns from all of you guys today. Josh, Devos, Ed, Tammy, everybody who participated today. We want to thank you so, so much. Suicide prevention is very important. We need to have an honest conversation with each other about suicide all the time, anytime. Don't be shy about it. Don't let the society and the culture we've created bring it down and shroud you in mystery. Oh, let's open up. Let's open up. I'm going to open up. I'll talk about it anytime you want to. Leanne will talk about it. We love you guys. Firstapod at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you. Love you guys. Love you.